Let's Talk Podcasts. Jemima Houston's here. Hi, Jemima. Kia ora. How's it going? Good. You've been to Ireland before? No, I haven't been to Ireland before. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll wait for Rob to be successful and uh, have some, like, beautiful, luxurious mansion, then we'll all go doss at his house. Sound good? Oh, that would sound just lovely. <laughs> what have you been listening to? <laughs> yeah, so it's a little bit um, a little bit crimey, a little bit yeah. sort of not particularly cheery uh, podcasts, but good ones in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So um, the first one I'll talk about today is the kidnapping of Stephanie Slater. It's a BBC radio podcast. It was released last year and there are about eight episodes, but there are actually more coming soon, uh, which is quite exciting. So there's a development in the case, which is always quite fun if you're a crime podcast person. Uh, so uh, basically this podcast is about a 25-year-old estate agent named Stephanie Slater who disappeared while she was at work in the UK in the 90s. A real, a real estate agent? Yeah, 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 yeah. So she basically, yeah, shows, yeah. So she disappeared while she was showing a house, so doing a house viewing um, who, with somebody she thought was her client but actually ended up being her kidnapper. Oh, um, yeah, which is horrible, really terrifying thing to happen. Um, it obviously happened quite a while ago, so it is... Um, a journalist, Andy Whitaker, and a criminal psychologist, Dr. Julia Shaw, break down exactly what happened and how Stephanie managed to escape her captor uh, by humanising herself, by sort of relating to him in the times that she was able to to oh, speak gosh. with him. Yeah, so they um, they speak to a few different people who worked on the case and um, Stephanie's best friend, um, and it was an it was a very famous case at the time in the UK. Uh, as usual, the episodes are set out in a timeline of what of what happened in this case, beginning with her going to that house viewing and being kidnapped by a man she she thought was her client. Uh, and so we basically hear about how she gets kidnapped and taken to a workshop, and she's actually locked inside a wheelie bin, which is awful and is one of those sort of. There's a lot of uh, this podcast that is incredibly descriptive. It's really sort of um, creates a lot of imagery so you can really really feel and and sort of see in your mind's eye what was was happening to her now a core part of the story is how Stephanie manages to I don't really want to use the word befriend because you don't want to befriend somebody that's kidnapped you but (laughs) um, but you know relates to chats to her captor to sort of stop him from hurting her Um, so they chat about in the sort of few times he lets her out um, of the wheelie bin during the day to, to eat and go to the bathroom, I guess. They they talk about TV shows and things they like and um, slowly um, he lets her spend more time out of the bin. Uh, that sort of gives her the opportunity to try and figure out where exactly she is because she's in a room with no windows. She doesn't know where she is, but she can hear the noise of a busy road and a shop nearby and she can hear the sound of people and a till and a a sort of a doorbell dinging as people go in in and out of the shop um she does yeah so she does uh, she does end up being released um after uh basically her captor asks for a ransom from her employer um and ends up getting given the money and releases her and then the rest of the podcast goes over what 
how they manage to find her captor and what actually happens to Stephanie in the years following her kidnapping and how her case completely changed the way British police deal with victims of kidnapping because she had a, a really hard time when she got back and she was released. The police took her away from her family and basically just wanted to get all the information they possibly could at what she sort of talks about it in a way that it wasn't a particularly, didn't make her feel safe or didn't make her feel um, sort of cared for, I suppose. So it's changed the way, yeah, the UK police deal with victims of of kidnapping now. Um, As I said before, very descriptive and clear imagery and there are going to be more episodes released soon because there is a parole hearing set for Stephanie's captor. Ah. So if, if you're interested in it, if you listen to the whole podcast and it's something you like, there's more coming. So that's always a, a, a good thing in, in podcasts like this. I, I won't lie, it sounds extremely gripping. Yeah, it is. And then this next one is honestly Bear Brook. Um, D- just before you go on yeah, to that one, of course. How, how do they get their information, the first one? Like, who's telling the story? Yeah, so, so Stephanie's actually passed away. She died of cancer. So it's her best friend who she actually moved, I believe, um, I want to say to the Isle of Wight, they moved away there together to sort of escape um, the you know escape England and because unsurprisingly think, yeah you know you don't really want to relive that sort of trauma so they she explains basically from Stephanie's point of view how she sort of coped um, in the time following that detectives who were involved in the case um, psychologists who were involved in the case and I do believe there are um, interview snippets as well uh, from from memory there are interview snippets of Stephanie when she was because it was obviously um, it was a big case she was in she was in the news a lot so there's um, historic recordings of of what happened so that is included in in there as well Thank you. Uh, it's called The Kidnapping of Stephanie Slater. And then, yeah, you're about to tell us about Bear Brook. Yes, so Bear Brook, gripping podcasts. This, for me, is like number one for gripping crime podcasts. It was actually released a few years ago. Um, but so if you haven't listened to it, if you haven't listened to Bear Brook and you're a true crime podcast person, this is the one for you. It's quite a graphic story, but how the mystery unfolds, how the development of forensic evidence means that they get to the end of this cold case is an incredibly makes for an incredibly exciting podcast. So basically, the Bear Brook murders are two barrels which were found in the woods of New Hampshire in the United States containing the remains of four bodies. And it's basically a mystery as to who those people in the barrels are, where they came from, and who who put them there, mm-hmm. where, where their murderer is. So um, it's the podcast starts with the first barrel, which was found in 1985 with two bodies inside. The bodies can't be identified and the case quickly goes cold. There's nobody in the vicinity that's missing. Nobody lays claim to, to these bodies there. And then 15 years later, in 2000, only a short distance from where the first barrel was found, a second barrel is discovered in the woods. And this starts the case on a roll again. And in that barrel, there are another um, two bodies. However, the case takes time to get off its feet because the development of investigative technology, of forensic evidence is still 
taking its time to get there, you know, DNA evidence as well. And so it becomes a crucial part of solving the case, which is what makes it so interesting. Basically, they end up being able to solve the case based on the development of technology. So a a really cool part of the investigation is that investigators um, end up seeking the help of a geologist who uncovers where the bodies in the barrel had actually lived their lives. And this is because uh, human remains like hair, teeth, um, bones hold geographical information by absorbing environmental isotopes. So basically you can use hair or teeth or bones Mm. to determine what sort of pollutants somebody's been exposed to, what sort of water they've been drinking, you know, what sort of, yeah, the air quality's like where they are. And that allowed investigators to narrow down where these bodies had where these people had been um, in the United States and basically helps them figure out where uh, where the murderer is. Now, the case takes over 30 years to solve. It was um, somebody was actually, uh, uh, what's the word, um, was, was um, Take, you know, taken to court as um, the the murderer in in 2019. So it took a very very long time for for the names of these these poor people who died to to come out, and also for their yeah for their killer to be found. But you throughout this podcast, you get to see the development of of that case, and you get to see it from start to finish. Which I think you know for a cold case, you often don't get that that satisfying ending. You don't mm. get to know um, what happens. But in, in this case, an incredibly cold case with no leads eventually ends up being solved, which, um, yeah, if, if you're into true crime podcasts, it is an incredibly a gripping one. And that's, yeah, Bearbrook. Must be hard to take the headphones out, Jemima. Yeah, sometimes, although I do go through periods where I think I really shouldn't be listening to so much sort of crimey, <laughs> <laughs> crimey sad stuff um, yeah. because, yeah, it's not always um, the best <laughs> listening, not best for your mental health. So, you know, always padded out with other bits and pieces there as well. But those are some good ones for this week. Thanks. Great to have you on. Really appreciate it. Thank you.